Hello, this is Chris from We Hate Bards. I'd just like to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, we have plenty of more podcast material on iTunes, or you can check our website at wehatebardspodcast.com. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you want to join any of our games, you can look us up on Meetup at We Hate Bards. Membership is always free, and we have games going pretty much all week. If you want to support us and throw a little coin our way, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash wehatebards. Backers will receive early release podcasts and custom content, including homebrew games, custom modules, and more. So thanks again for listening. And now... Onto the podcast. And we're back from more one-on-one gaming. Uh, it'll be the third session in uh, this little adventure of Seep... Of thing Chris can't pronounce. Hold on. Kip... Uh, uh, Katil's Maw. Kipitil's Maw, or whatever. Ben, how do you pronounce that? You're going to show right me. there. Yeah, how do you pronounce okay. it? First, it's the first word, Ben. Compact leaf? Compact leaf. Compact leaf maw. There you go. Probably uh, not how it's exactly that's supposed to be pronounced, but that's how it's spelled. Yeah. So we're back. Um, we spent the last half hour uh, uh, not playing the game uh, in between sessions. Talking, talking about, about Ghostbusters Ghostbusters. Again. And don't forget talking about uh, fourth, edition. fourth Edition. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> it shall be not be named. Nightmares. Uh, so, uh, and we talked about the, uh, we just went over the, the corrupted gibbering mouth that Ben just killed um, and how wonderful it was. And how I'm really and, glad I and had how, that. And how, uh, and how um, let's see in the back, Beryl Fullis, a level 5 human wizard uh, with 30 hit points and an AC of 16. Um, how long would he last against that thing? <laughs> this is that's a freaking trap. Like seriously, if you don't have the amulet of necromancy for that, you're not surviving it. Oh my goodness, that's so ruthless. I'm like, I'm like, it's good to see that these modules aren't just like a cakewalk, and they're just gonna really kind of sometimes just give it to you. Okay, so after you defeat um that nasty thing by basically like snuffing a life force out of it, um. You go back, uh, there's nothing else in this room, I'm going to give you that right away. You kind of search around, there's nothing. Some bones Does it look things. like, the, the bat statue looked like it was harmed in any way by the circle of death? Mm-mm. Nope, I mean, it's, it's a statue. Like, you walk up, it's stone. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I, I'm, like, I'm like, this is going to, because I thought, like, this is for sure going to become a gargoyle. I mean, it's, it's a huge statue. I mean, it's like 10 feet tall. Okay. So, I mean, it looks like it was used for some type of ritual, you no idea what. Uh, Summoning Batman. That, that was those drums over there. Uh, so you come back. Uh, and then it goes down south. Wait, is that what the the thing that I kill or that I killed? Is that what the drum was used to summon? No, no, it summoned something else. That would that thing was just in there because it had worked its way up from the underdark. It was like living in the well. Oh, good! It's an underdark monster. It's a gibbering mouther. It's it it is basically a giant shifting nasty thing full of teeth and eyes and organs. Yeah, it's a it's it. Of course, it lives underground. I was gonna say it's basically Grave Lord Nito. Uh, I mean, like probably about as tough too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really nasty. Like they're really nasty. Uh, should have had a divine weapon, is what I should have had. So uh, it goes out east, and then it tees up, um, and then it goes. It looks like it goes uh, north, and then it kind of looks like it tees up right here, and then it collapses. It looks like the whole walls kind of collapse right there. Like, all right. I will go up towards the collapsed wall. Uh, you go up to the collapsed wall, and you go up here, you see it tees off, and it's also collapsed right here. It looks like this whole area right here is just, like, completely collapsed. I'm going to search around. Okay. Ooh, not bad. Um, 25. Okay. You start searching it, and be like, oh, yeah, it's collapsed. Who knows what's behind here? It would take... 
you know, weeks with a team of excavators to, like, work through this stuff to clear these passages. And even then, it would still be quite dangerous. It's, like, wet and slick. And so, because some of the water's seeping down. So, quite dangerous. So. I gotta start looking at, like, the materials I have. Because outside of this amulet that I got, I do have other things yeah. I can use to help. Yeah, you got lots of I stuff. have a scroll of summon monsters. I have a potion of magic fang, a potion mm-hmm. of jump. Mm-hmm. I have the wand of mere image. Oh, yeah. I have, I have a bunch of things I can use. That can be actually really helpful. <laughs> just basically Naruto style, like suddenly there's 20 of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, not 20. There's like 1d4, I believe, more of you. Yeah. So, so yeah, you go up there, you search around, you don't find much. There's nothing else <clears throat> up okay, there. Okay, nothing up there, then I guess I'll just go back. Go down. Okay. It goes down some stairs, I believe. Yeah, it goes down some stairs. Getting some flashbacks to catacombs, man. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? You know, I did. I did like Dark Souls for the one specific reason. It was like, uh, it, it rewarded you for like it. Like things are hard, things are pretty tough. So you can either a get really good at like actually physically playing the game, which you'll get from playing anyway, but also. But sheer grinding, you can get yourself a lot better too. So if you want to put in the grind, you can do it. Well, there's a third part you're forgetting, and what? that's knowledge of how everything works. Yeah. When you've played the game like you know five or six times, and you start to know where everything is, yes, you can get through there really quickly. Like I'm finding now, because I'm as I'm going back and playing it, that like I'm just breezing through places. Like I can get to um, what's his name, skeleton blacksmith. Okay, yeah. You know, like the fire, the guy uh-huh. who was firing weapons? I can get to him way easier now than I used to be able to. Like, I just... And granted, I still have to get, like, a divine weapon, but then once I get that divine weapon, you know... Mm-hmm. Kill the skeletons. Yeah, I just go down and kill the skeletons. I can get to him within a matter of, like, four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So... Uh, so you get down here. Uh, there is... So... Uh, with the frenzy of storm waves approaching the shore, salt water erupts in the cracks in the floor of this chamber. Uh, foamy binding sprays jump in every direction, then drains from uh, calf height to ankle deep before the next wave hits. Occasionally, a length of black-brown seaweed shoots in and adds more uh, one more strand to the room that already appears draped in long, wet hair. On the wall stands a dais topped with a stone sarcophagus. What's on the right and left? Uh, they are, uh, let's see here, they're all, there's three sarcophaguses, there's, there's two, there's two on this wall and the one on the south wall, on the east and west walls, one on the south wall. So there's three sarcophaguses total. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or sarcophagi. I'm gonna start on the one on the left, I'm gonna look into it, and as I do, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna cover my mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. From last time. Okay. Push. You push it. It's, you kind of push it off, and inside it is has a skeleton in, cl- in like, priestly robes and clothing. There seems to be nothing else in here. Um, clothing is completely disintegrated. Body is, like, barely there. Um, so it doesn't look like it, it could even be resurrected or um, brought mm-hmm. back, like, you know, like a raise undead mm-hmm. thing. Would it even be able to move if someone, like, tried to necromancy it? Doubtful. Okay. I mean, the, even the bones are so de- like de- decayed there that like it would probably would even function as a skeleton. Uh, give me a listen check. 
Listen, check. Um, no points I have on this, and I might be okay. Seventeen. Okay. Um, you hear you hear like the uh, like a sound of like a uh, like stone grinding on stone. I look around immediately. You turn around and you see that the top of the sarcophagus from the south wall push and then fall to the ground with a splash, and like and like uh, like just up just like comes this horrible hideous uh like figure, uh. You know he uh, he see he comes out and he has he has the, he has a shield. Um, he's his eyes are blazing red. Um, yeah, and he and he he, he like he, he he doesn't move with the same. Um, uh, uh, I would say like a like like a jankiness, not jankiness, like a, a like jerkiness is like normal undead. Like he's very smooth, and he like just he like kind of leaps out of the. The sarcophagus. Uh, he uh, he has his turquoise shield. Um, each finger is caped with a razor uh, sharp golden fingernail. Um, and he wears an uh, like an ornate gold ring with a ruby on it on his hand that you see. Magic missile. Okay. All right. Hold, uh, roll magic missile. Dead. All right. I'm trying to remember how many I get. I think I only get one. Or wait, no. I think I might get two. I might get uh, two because I'm two. level four. Uh, it's, it's, it's one, three, five. One gets one, three gets two, five gets three. So yeah, I should have three then. Um, yeah, strikes nearly every two caster levels, so two at third level, yada, yada, yada. Um, so yeah, two magic missiles going directly at dude. Five and four. Okay. Five and four, seven, okay. Okay, it strikes him. Uh, and like, ah, roll me an initiative check. Ooh, you're first. <laughs> yes, I am. You're first. You rolled the one. You got a twenty, didn't you? I got twenty. All right, you're first. What are you doing? Um, I'm drinking the potion of magic fang. This guy looks tough. Uh, yeah. All right, drink the potion. Uh, what does magic fang do specifically? <clears throat> um, enhances my my natural weapons. My fists are now considered magic. Okay. So if he has damage reduction, magic of any uh-huh. kind. Okay. It'll it'll overcome it. Uh, yeah. Um, it's also I also get a plus one to attack and damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he 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 basically rolls up rolls up on you. So we got uh let's see, so claw claw bite. So two black are the claws. The red one's gonna be the bite. All right. So what's your AC now? Um, twenty four still. So sixteens and uh. 17. That will actually hit. Are these sword slashes he's, he's taking, or... Oh, is it claws? I thought you said he had a turquoise shield. He does. Is he using it? Uh, kind of. It almost looks like ceremonial. Like, he's just, like, clawing like this. Like, it's it's on him. Like, it doesn't look like it's an actual, like, does anything specifically. So he's when not it, using it defensively. I mean, it, he's it, not it, using it like a shield. Holder. No, it almost acts like a buckler. Almost, it doesn't have like that much of defensive properties to okay. it. Okay, uh, and you take you take seven points of damage. Ouch. Okay. You open up his mouth and it's like rotting, and you stink death. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna go for some kicks then to try and soften him up. All right, soften him some kicks. 23, actually. Uh, hits. Yeah, 23, hits. and, uh, ooh, 25. Hits. So let's see, how much damage can I do with this? 
<laughs> nine, and then nine more, and they're nine. considered magical. Okay, so he's like, you kick him in the chest, and he's like, you you, oh, you kick him once in the chest, and then the head, and Eagle's like kind of sprawling in the water. Um, I mean, he comes back, like, just to meet, like, you know, almost like, you know, like, with a boof, and like, comes back up and is attacking you some more. This is a fun. Uh, misses with all of them. He's trying to claw you, bite you, but you easily dodge out of the way. 21. That hits. 25. Hits. Well, the first one does quite a lot. Uh, 10 points of damage and then 4 more. Okay. Uh, the second, the first one hits, the second one hits, but like he seems to sh- shake it off. <clears throat> ah, first claw. Ah, second, uh, second claw. Second claw for hits. Bite. Crap. Oh, come on, Chris. Yeah, so the first, the first, the first bite, first claw, takes nine points of damage. And then, uh, the bite takes five points of damage. And you're going to need to give me a will save. 24. You feel... You feel like you're. You feel like the room for a second, like sh- like shift, and like get really small. But then you shake it off, and you're kind of back at, back on target. Okay, that wasn't fun. Um, I'm gonna need to drink the potion of cure moderate. I am almost down. Okay, chug a lug. Ooh, back to full health probably. Nope, that's. It's how, how much is a cure moderate? Two D eight plus. Uh, two D eight plus minimum level. I think it's two D plus four. Okay, we'll say that the GM said that. That's what I'll do. So I'm looking a bit better now. Yeah, because I think I think you need to be a minimum level to cat to, to cast it, which I think is fourth. So okay, so claw, miss claw, miss the bite. Chris, if you freaking confirm that, I'm gonna be dead. Oh, it doesn't confirm it. Okay, so you you take, ooh, you take uh six points of damage. Okay, and uh, give me a will save. Twenty three. Okay, all right, you're all right. Who designed this module? What soul this husk <laughs> for these encounters? Hey, imagine if you were a wizard. <laughs> you know what? How big is he? Medium size. He's a he's a humanoid. Grapple. Ooh, okay. Give me that grapple check. So I have to attack him first. That should hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does magic fang apply to my grapple? Yeah. Magic. I'll say yes. Okay. Smeagol, don't you dare try and get that clock. I swear, if you break that clock, he's watching it. I. I Smeagol, I, sw- I I swear, I swear, if you jump up and hit that clock, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. That was a gift given by Tara. I I, I, I'm, I'm I have to go get him. Like, he's not stopping. Smeagol, no, 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 no. The amazingness of watching a cat oh, climb up on the back of the couch, staring at a clock. Staring at a clock. Like there's no, there's no, there's like a hundred percent chance that in the next like two minutes he would go up there and just like knock the clock off the wall and break it, and then stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that look in his eye like, oh, I'm I'm, going to touch that. (laughs) All right. All right. You got him. You grappled him. Are pulls grapple checks then? Okay. 
15? Uh, 22. Got him. Damage time. Okay. Do I just roll for damage? Yeah. Okay. Five. Uh, no damage. You kind of get him. Uh, uh. So he's gonna try and he's gonna try and break the grapple this time. Uh, twenty-two. Uh, twenty-nine. Okay, yeah, you still got it grappled. All right, okay. your turn. Shocking grasp. Ooh! <laughs> All right, well, give me a concentration check. Give me a concentration check for the cast wall. Um, let's see, thirteen, sixteen, seventeen. Uh, I think that's enough. Yeah, I think it's fifteen. It should be. To. Um, yeah. So shocking grasp time, and this is my last spell. Actually, no, I do still so technically have flare available, but uh, uh, uh this is getting kind of rough. Um, one d six points of electricity per caster level. Wait, so that mean forty six? Uh, up to five d six, I think. Yeah. Electric damage. Eh, not as good as it could have been, but not terrible. Um, 12 points of damage. Electricity. Ah, okay. oh, jeez. Alright, uh, I think he, I think that, oh, it, it, okay. So, like, he's like, and, like, he literally opens his mouth like a cartoon character. Like, there's smoke coming out of his mouth and his eye sockets as you're, like, shocking him. Uh, he could try to break the grapple again. Yeah, just do it. Nope. Nope. All right, your turn. Okay. Are you just gonna, are, are you just gonna go in for just <clears throat> just just shh, good night, sweet prince, and just like just like choke him out? He's he's undead, right? When I say choke him out, I mean like break his neck off and like sever his head by like. <laughs> I mean, I will you let me try to do that? Yeah. I mean, he's got two hit points left, Ben. What do you want to do? Okay. You roll for damage. You, you you got him grappled. So okay, I'll grappled. try. It. Well, I'll try and, like, just grab and just turn. Just roll for damage. Okay. Goga plot of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is like, what do you what do you say to him? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, hang on. Let me... Because I got I to gotta remember how this plays out. Because basically, I'm, I'm on top of him. I got him in the top mount. And I just grab the arm. And I start turning. And I twist. And be like, well, looks like you're about to be unarmed. <laughs> as I break the arm just off. Just rip the arm off. And then you get up and be like, hey, you should have tapped out. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's <laughs> he's on the ground, just like kind of like like the eyes are like flickering with red, and they're like, oh, and they just go dark, and like there's just he's just a, just a mass of like bones and meat on the ground. He quickly kind of decomposes a little bit more. You realize you brought me within one hit point of of like going down, right? That'd have been great, Ben. I I have twenty nine hit points total. I was at twenty eight points of damage. <sighs> Ooh. That's like the third time you've almost killed me. Ben. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you almost died. Um, but this guy's dead now. Okay. Take the ring. So, uh, so what do you, so you got, the things on him are, there's a gold-plated ceremonial sword. Wait, a gold-plated ceremonial sword? Yeah, it was like, I was like on him, he wasn't using it. It's ceremonial, it's gold. Um... Well, I can, I can still sell it. Yeah. Uh, there's stone tablets that were in his sarcophagus uh, detailing uh, Talak Talk's victories. Uh, they're worth 600 gold pieces to collectors. Um, you know, there's like these stone tablets. They're very ornate. Uh, the ruby ring worth 250 okay. gold. You said 600 GP apiece? Uh, t- total. Oh, total. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... An ivory bowl stained with black inside with dried blood and decorated with gr- gr- grotesque imagery of camerzots 
worth about 140, but since the relic of evil religion, finding a buyer may run the risk of attracting unwanted attention. <sighs> yeah, because it's totally like, it's all like, you know, it's about like ritual sacrifice. The ivory bowl? And, yeah. I'll leave the ivory bowl then. Alright, so you just like kind of like toss it back in the thing. Yeah. Um. So what was the thing you said between the tablets and the bowl? Uh, the ruby ring. For 250 gold. The ruby ring. Mm-hmm. Is it magic? Uh, no. It's not magic. Because I'm supposed to find a ring of, like, divination to try uh-huh. and... Well, the, the ring uh, will allow you to, uh, because of... The, the ring was stolen from... Uh, well, the ring was originally stolen from uh, the place that you have to go to. Mm-hmm. By a thief. And they gave you a scroll of divination, which would be able, with the ring, to find out how it was stolen, basically, from there. And is this the ring? Yeah, probably. They said it was. They said it was here. Um, it somehow got um, into this uh, general's hand, probably as like uh, some type of tribute or something. So, what about the topaz shield he had? It's just, it's just like it's almost like it's a very small shield. It's almost like a buckler. It's a plus one small shield. Magic? No. You said oh, you said plus one. Yeah. When I say bon- bonus of plus one, like it'll give a oh, bonus of plus oh, one, okay. not actually a plus one magic. But it's not, like, ornate or anything? It's literally just... No, it's kind of molded and gross. Okay, so not even worth selling. <clears throat> so, yeah. So that's what you find in there. Oh, and the gold fingernails are worth 10, ten gold pieces apiece. So, 10 gold fingernails worth 10... Mm-hmm. Gold apiece. You can, like, pop those things off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's what you got. So you got that stuff. Uh, now the question is, what, uh, what are you going to do? <clears throat> what am I going to do now? Well... Um, I, I looked at his sarcophagus, right? That was where yeah. I found all the tablets and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's all his what about the other sarcophagus? Oh, uh, you push the lid off, there's nothing inside. Well, there's nothing, but there's another, like, rotted skeleton. Um, you know, nothing of value. Let me go ahead and, uh, just erase this off here, because I no longer have it. What is that? The Potion of Magic Family. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Woo! <clears throat> tough couple tough fights, Ben. Yeah, tell me about it. Okay. So you got So this, yeah, there's nothing you, else in here. So and that's nope. if that's the case, I'm gonna head back out to the brothers. Okay. They'll like they'll like you call back out and be like, Hey, you were gone for a little bit. We thought you were not gonna make it. Like I I probably look pretty freaking messed up at the moment. I'm cut, I'm like bleeding. Oh, I'm you took you, you took some potions, so you're doing alright. I mean my clothes are probably in tatters. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're like all wet <laughs> and like covered in blood. They're like, Oh my goodness. Like what happened? Suffice it to say, it's probably best for you that you didn't come down with me. And they both look at each other and be like, well, well, yeah, of course. My goodness. But, good news, and I reach into my pocket and I pull out the ring. Oh, oh good, you got it. I got it. Got it. So, we ha- do I have the scroll of divination with me? Yeah, they gave it to you. Okay. I'm going to head to, like, nearby place to, like, kind of set up a uh, makeshift camp or at least Okay, you can, you can head away from the, relax, the yeah. shore and, like, head up and make a camp somewhere. Yeah, and then I'm going to use a scroll of divination on the ring. Okay. So, uh... So you use it, and it, like, it, it kind of... It, it, the scroll, like, shows the history of the ring. So, like, 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 what happened to it. So, you know, it shows of how, like, you know, the ring was eventually, like, uh... Like, like the ring passes like through a bunch of different hands and ends up in the general's hands eventually when he, uh, when he uh, basically was given to him from like tribute from somebody who like give it to somebody else. But basically, it kind of you're seeing the history of this ring, and it finally you get it kind of 
um, where it was uh, stolen from uh, the tomb by this uh, very famous thief, um, long since passed away and died. He eventually went back and, like, sold the ring for money, um, you know, and then it kind of passed through various other hands. But you see kind of, like, using this divination spell, um, like, how he obtained this ring. So, um, it shows in the night of a full moon when the pale light illuminates a staircase down the gullet-like sh- uh, shaft of the maw. You know, at the base of the maw, like, the ring reveals the secret location of a secret door leading to the vaults and the pressure plate brick that, when pressed, caused the door to swing open. So, like, this is, like, it's kind of telling this, it's, like, you're seeing, like, you're kind of seeing this, like, through the the thief's eyes, almost. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Once inside, the thief thief used the scroll of Command and Dead to ensure the safe passage through the corpse wall, ignoring the trap door that is the centerpiece of the lethal Pilferer's uh, Pilferer's Bane door trap. The thief instead goes through the real door craftily concealed at the end of the tunnel and then steps in the appropriate rune tiles to bypass the animated statue trap that was the final obstacle before stealing the ring with a bunch of other things. And, like, basically, like, then it shows, like, the path that, like, you know, the thief left and everything and he goes out and, like, leaves the maw. And, like, and and you kind of think about it and, like, you think, you know, talking with the various compatriots, you think you plotted a course out there, you think you know where it is. Okay. He, he says he's about it's about a three days journey from here. When's the next full moon? Uh, about mm, five or six days from now. Okay. <clears throat> so. So I'll tell these guys. You know, I know where to find the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah, you do. I know how to get there. Oh my goodness! Awesome. Um, we're yeah. gonna have to wait probably about. Five or six days. Uh, okay. That's that's including travel time. So, three days of travel, two or three days of sitting. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, then we can get in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll tell them. Like first, I kind of want to rest somewhere near here for the night in the safest place okay. I can because I'm uh, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. So you set up camp. You know, in a fairly safe place. Like, I mean, you, you obviously have camp somewhere that you thought was going to be safe. Um, you know, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll keep watch overnight, um, and nothing much happens. Nothing much is going on around here, so there's not many. Uh, roll me d twenty. You see, basically, don't roll one. I didn't. Okay, then yeah, nothing. Nothing happens. Um, you know, you so you west overnight. You get up in the morning. You gain what? Uh, how many hit points left? What level are you four? Yeah, you have four hit points left. Okay, all right. So, uh, are you gonna just rest all day here? <clears throat> gonna go somewhere um, else. I'm gonna say we're gonna start making our way towards this place. Okay, a little three day journey. Okay. So yeah. <sighs> okay. So you travel, um, I mean, this starts to get, like, very jungly very quickly. Um, it starts to get, like, you know, like, heavy jungle. So at the end of the first day, like, you're in the jungle. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, you set up camp for the second night. Uh, they say they're going to, you know, keep watch. Uh, roll me a d20. Roll me the d20. Uh, seven. Okay. I, you know, you hear stuff out there, but you, th- you think it's like animals and things. You set up a small fire to keep them away. Kind of wake up the next day. 
Uh, you get another four hit points back from resting. And I have my spells back again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look and see if there's anything, any kind of thing I want to swap out. Let's see. It's mage armor, magic missile. Going into a place where undead are likely to be, so I don't know if Ray of Feeblement will be terribly useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I also have my new amulet of necromancy, so if I need to, I can use that. I think I'm going to keep those same spells for now, at least level one. Mm-hmm. Level zero. Okay. Alright, so are you going to get your spells together? Um, I'm probably going to swap out Flare... With or disrupt undead. Ooh, that's not a bad one. Oh, sorry, but I gotta stand up for a second. Oh, that's goodness, fine. too long sitting. I'm gonna, I was gonna stand up here and kind of leer, leer over you for a second here. Okay, so get those new spells. Uh, traveling through the jungle on a second day. Uh, roll me d6. Okie dokie, five. Oh no, <laughs> Chris! No. Yes. Uh. Uh. Give me an. Give me an Aldrich Kane roll. Okay. Um. Come on, you got it. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Okay. So you're going through the jungle. Uh. Uh. So like you look out and you see a yellow hued dust cloud coils in from the surrounding jungle, engulfing all before it. Leave curl. Uh. Leaves curl up at his touch, birds drop lightless from above, and his scorpion rolls onto its back, thrashing in death throes. Uh, so, uh, it, you see this, like, like this huge wind of this, um, uh, so you, you, you made your knowledge of content. So you notice it is a corpse dust cloud, said to be dust blown off the desiccated body of the god of death that periodically sweeps through the region. So, uh... You know this phenomenon, uh, leaves de- uh, which leaves death and desecrated corpse in its wake. Um, death, com- death comes painfully and quickly from inhaling the dust. Uh, the corpse dust is carried by the wind, and legend says that those with, the- with a control of this element can control the movements of the cloud. So you've got about maybe like 20 seconds before the cloud like overtakes you. Um, Would uh, running be an option? Uh, how fast can you run? Um, I have a move. Well, the other thing's gonna be like I have a movement speed of forty feet. Uh, you could pr- you could probably outpace it, maybe. Uh, your two compatriots would not. Well, that's unfortunate. Thirty feet. Um. All right. Okay. Wait a second. Okay. So yeah, so it's coming on quick. That you, your your compatriots are looking at you for like, like what do we do, boss? Um, they look terrified. It well, I say they're not going to be able to outrun it. No, nope. So what are you exactly looking up? Summon monster. What are you going to summon? Some monster what though? Two. Ooh. You get yourself like a big cat. I don't know. Designate next immediately on your turn. Attack your opponents. Da, 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 da. So a conjure is one of the creatures, and you choose which kind of creature to gain your choice each time you cast a spell. Uh, can I summon or otherwise conjure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creatures can have percentage of iron. What are you trying to do? I'm just looking to see. You can conjure something from the list. Level two. Right, okay. Um, 
That's what I, I... I didn't know if it had to be some, like, in my alignment, or if I could just summon anything. Well, if you're a cleric, yeah, but if you're a wizard or sorcerer, I don't think so. You can summon anything you want. Let's see. Spider, Phoenix, Shark, Monster, Scorpion, Monster, Lemure, oh. Celestial Lemur. Eagle. Would a Celestial Eagle be able to blow it away? With his wings? I'm thinking Pokemon again. <laughs> Playing a lot of Pokemon. Uh, no, probably not. Uh, well, that puts paid to that, because that's about... Okay, what's the fastest creature I can summon? Celestial Riding Dog. Ooh. I will summon a Celestial Riding Dog for them, and then I'm just going to book it. Uh, they'll probably need to summon two of them. Because one can fit on each. Okay. So you summon these dogs like... Woof, woof. <laughs> so I'm gone, and then I'll say... I'll, I'll, I'll start running, I'll scream at them, get on! Okay, so I think... Uh, I mean, I'll look up... Hold on a second, let me... Uh, yeah, Look up the monster manual. I think a dog has movement of oh. a riding dog. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, you you get on the dog, um, and you run. Yep, and we just yeah. So basically, it through the woods. so basically, like as the cloud comes on, you guys make a long curve around and like outrun the cloud as it kind of pushes through. Um, and you see it kind of like going through this huge cloud of dust. It just seems to roll on. Um, you come back and it's just like all the leaves and stuff are all curled up and like this is like filled. The ground's filled with like multiple dead things. I mean, it killed everything in its wake. I mean, there's like insects. Everything is dead. Okay. And then how long do these things last? Uh, a couple, like en- enough to get them away and then basically they disappear. Right. They last like a round per uh, level, I think. <clears throat> yeah. So, which is enough to get you out of the range of the dust, but, like, after that, they're gone. <clears throat> Alright, well, that was fun. Okay. So, uh... Okay. So, alright, so you continue on to, uh, the place, um, and you make camp for the night, you rest at night, roll me d20. Eight. Pass through the night without any anything. Um, you think because of the cloud working its way through the area, like a lot of the, the, the animals have like completely booked it. They seem to have an instinct knowledge of uh, what this is uh, and kind of get away because of like earthquakes and stuff. So you get another four hit points. Uh, and then uh, give me uh, so you ro- well, give me, roll me a d6. I don't want to roll your d6. Bad things happened last time I rolled a d6. Six? Okay. Wait, I think it's nothing, actually. Okay. Yeah, so basically you're traveling on. Um, It starts to get near... Um. Uh. So, yeah, so like you really don't encounter anything throughout the day. You know, it starts to get a little night. Um, And you come upon what seems to be a massive stone crocodile head seemingly erupting from the earth. You, you see it, like, far away. Uh, out from the dense canopy early on in, like, the, the third day. Like, the kind of the end of the third day. Uh, the immediate area, 100 feet surrounding the edifice, is meticulously clear, kept by, uh, a, looks like a tribe of people that are, are, are living there. There seems to be this entire tribe of people living around this thing. Okay. And, uh, like, you, you come out, and immediately there is uh, somebody comes out to greet you. 
Okay. I'll tell the brothers to kind of hang back and I'll move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, oh there, friend. He's like, oh. he's like, I have, I have. It looks like a village cleric or shaman or something. I mean, he's got like some kind of um, like they look like strange leather vestments on, and he has like what seems to be like a, like some kind of a, a fetch or something. Uh, and he's he's like, oh, this I I have, I have divined you. You're coming here. Oh, okay. That's good. Yes, I think. Yes, divine. You're coming, and you and you and you 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 come and and you seek something. Yes, okay. I I am seeking something. Okay. Yes. Uh. I mean, so far he sounds a lot like John Edwards. Sure. You you get the reference, right? No. Do you not know who John Edwards is? Like the politician crossing over. I remember the show. I remember. Never saw it though, but I remember John Edwards was the guy who said he could talk to the dead. Yes, I'm sensing a name beginning with F. Frank. Oh, it's coming from over here. I feel an energy. Yes, yes. Except that he's a real shaman and he can't talk to the dead. Okay. He cast a divination spell, and he knew that you were coming. I mean, it looks like they like he they, they come and they they. They they say you're an honored guest, and they, they have, like, things. And then, like, as soon as you kind of come, this, like, you see the ground start to shake. And it seems to be, like, start shaking and shaking more until, like, it builds into, an, like, an absolute earthquake. Uh, give me a reflex save. Okay. Reflex or balance? Uh, reflex. Ooh, not great. Uh, 13. Okay. Uh... Okay. Uh, okay. So like, as you're doing this, like a bunch of and like the whole ground starts to shake, and like everybody's going like, and all of a sudden these huge fissures like open up the ground, and one basically opens up right where you are, and you tumble inside. Uh, do you have slow fall yet? I do not believe so. I do. Actually, oh. twenty feet. Oh, okay, so you guys, like, you hit the side, and you kind of slow fall down on the fissures. So it's, like, 20 feet down, it, like, opens up, and you get to the bottom, and you hear, like, ah, oh, people, like, are falling and, and screaming, and then, and then like, a couple seconds later, it just kind of stops, <clears throat> and you kind of hold up. Uh, give me two percentage checks. Two percentage rolls. Yes. <laughs> 18. Okay. 19. <laughs> What just happened, Chris? Give me two reflex saves. Did my comrades just die? First one. First reflex save. For me? No, for, for give your no, okay, roll d20. Just roll a d20 and yeah. say what the number is. Three? Okay. Another one. Five. Okay. Uh, roll me three d6. <clears throat> Ten. Okay. Another three d6. Eleven. Okay. All right, you scamper out of the hole and you look around. The the, the priestess is kind of like pull, like pull, uh, uh, the other priest is like pulling somebody like out of a hole. You look you look back and your compatriots are nowhere to be seen. But there is a huge fissure right over there where they were. Oh great! I'm gonna go over and look in the fissure. Um, thirty feet down, there's there's two of them which are like like their bodies are like broken and bleeding at the bottom of this like open fissure. Ah oh, fuck! Uh, they're not dead yet because you can still see the blood like pumping out of their bodies, but. I'm gonna climb down. Okay. 
their fort saves. Not good. All right, so they're not dead yet. Uh, they're in real bad shape, though. Yeah. Climbing down. Okay. What do you do? Like I said, climb. Uh, you, you need to make a check. I mean, it's like it's dirt. So you just like pound your hands into a climb down. All right. So, and I'm gonna go and pour potion of cure light wounds into each of their mouths. Okay. Okay. It, it basically brings them back up to uh, one hit point. Uh, one is still un- one is at n- negative one. Oh, the other one kind of gets up. The one is like, oh, 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 and he's like, they basically like fell like thirty feet. Like one, like the one that he's stabilized, but like his legs are all messed up, you know. So, uh, so like they, the, some of the villagers come and like they throw ropes down, um, and, you know, tie him up and get him out of there. You climb up. Yeah, I'll get up. What the hell was that? Oh, this is. Oh, this is a sign. I'll have to. I'll have to. I have to d- divine what this means. Oh. He's like, but you are welcome guests in our village. And he kind of. He, he he looks very concerned, but he he tells you to. He tells you to to, to, to come with your compatriots and. Okay. You know, I'll let him know that like one of them needs medical attention because mm-hmm. the like the one whose legs are still all beat to fuck. Okay. How close were they from dying? Out of curiosity. Uh, they were both bleeding to death. Like, they were at negative hit points. Okay. Like, one was at, like, negative, like, three. That one was, like, negative five. Fantastic. Yeah. So, like, if I hadn't been able to get down there, they just would have bled out. Yeah. They're three-foot pit. They had eight hit points apiece. Probably a good thing it wasn't a 40-foot pit. Yeah. <laughs> ah! I finished them off for good. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Is that what this is, Chris? You're just pissed off you can't kill me, so you're gonna kill my compatriots? No, there was a 25% chance of, like, a fissure opening on, like, the, where the NPCs are, and, like, you rolled an 18 and a 19. It's <laughs> below 25%. I can't get you, bad, but I'll get your friends. <laughs> you yeah. monster. So, uh, so, yeah, so, so, you're, you're invited to come in, and you are, like, Brought to the the main person's uh, like um, it's not quite a hut, you know. It's like kind of a like a mud brick building. It's it's, it's like fairly large. Though. It's got windows. You go inside, and it's 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 very um very clean inside. It has a small um fire in the center that kind of goes up to like a chimney in the roof, and like provides like warmth. Um, it's it's just kind of slow coals. There are some uh, like what seem to be um like lamps in here providing a little bit of light. And he comes in, and he says, "Come sit, sit, sit." And they bring in some food, um, and things like that. And they they ask, "Why, why, 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 why have you, why have you come to our village?" I will tell them the story of why I'm here. Basically, that I'm looking for this, you know, old. Is it a temple or is it a tomb? It's a tomb. All right, I'll tell them about it. You know, this, this old tomb. tomb that I'm looking for. Yes. Mm. Yes, and he kind of um, and he says. He said, well, we must, we must, cons- we must divine the reason you are here. You must divine the best, the best way forward. You know, and he, and he brings in some things, and he kind of, he throws it in the fire, and he's like, and like, he's drawing things in the dirt. Uh, give me an Alfred check. <laughs> Nat 20 for a total 
Oh, he's obviously he's, he, he, it's very unorthodox what he's doing, but he's obviously casting some sort of like commune spell. Like he's gonna be very specific, but right, you know. But like you obviously like it, it's it's not you're just like oh yeah he's doing magic whatever like you know you know you know he does like he does like you know backwoods magic he's got my city magic you know right. which is much better uh, divination so, magic yeah yada 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 whatever ask people questions whatever yeah that ain't killing people like I want to kill people. Ben, if you were to cast Circle of Death, you would kill, like, this whole village right now, Ben. And then you could have their corpses to eat. Why are you trying to... <laughs> I'm not, Ben. You're a lawful good character. It's all right. It's okay. So I say, would you even let me do that? I'll just do whatever you want, Ben. It's a role-playing game. Possibly the enemies. So, uh, uh, I mean, there'd be an alignment shift there, definitely. If you said, be like, yeah, I just don't like these guys. Dead. Uh, mm. So he does all this stuff... And then uh, it's like there's there's some smoke, like coming up from the, the the chimney, and out from like the smoke seems to form uh, concretely into um, like a tall figure, uh, a striking woman with a pair of brightly colored wings, uh, like those of macaw, jutting from her back, and a thick mane of red gold feathers instead of hair, and talon feet like uh, the bird, like a bird of prey. Um, not holy woman, not holy bird. Um, she kind of is like, she's like, looks and, and, and she, she like pivots and, and points to you, uh, know this stranger of the jungle only can, only the worthy can enter the mouth of the gods. And then she just kind of like disappears and dissipates. And they're, and they're all like, they're all like, oh, no, 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 they're talking. And he's like, he's like, oh, Connor is completely unfazed by any of this. Yeah. The, the other two are, are completely like, hold on, let's see. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! One one of the guys he, he literally he literally faints like he's just like like Lovecraft style like like too much fainting like he faints he's on the ground unconscious um which they think you know he's like, like oh you know he's, he's touched by the god and and the other one the other one looks just petrified like he's like oh, oh. you're just like you know stuff happens but the one guy's like he's like you he's like oh you must prove yourself worthy. To enter the mouth of the gods, not anyone can enter. You must go. Oh, I say I'll have no problem with that. He's like, he's like, and he begins to he's the talk. He's like, you must go. He's like, he point he points. You must go to the cave of darkness. Okay. Yes. And he's like, he's like, yes. It's a former shrine of bats, murder, and darkness. <laughs> They're no longer there, but. There are things that lurk in there. You have been sent to us to defeat this great evil and prove your might to enter the mouth of the gods. And everybody's like, he's like, yes, yes. Cool. I'm like, all right, point me me in the direction of this cave of darkness. Point me in the the cave of darkness. Okay. I'm like, I'm I'm mostly healed up. Okay. So, but, but uh, so yeah. So first, they, they like they have they have like they, they tell you but, like, but first like you must like an honor guest. They have like a feast tonight. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's like a celebratory thing that you know basically the gods have you know sent you here to to do this to great deed and then you know enter um basically this tomb that they've <clears throat> poisoned themselves around consider it like a sacred holy site and nobody's even allowed to go near it. Like, they keep everything, like, spotlessly clean going up to it, but, like, they're not allowed to touch it or go inside. Like, it is, like, the Holy of Holies. Like, yes. they're not allowed to go inside. So this is basically like Zelda. I'm 
need to go into the mm-hmm. temple of such and such and prove my worth. Sure. Turn the master sword. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, seeing as we gotta do this trial thing, I'll tell the guys, like, yeah, you guys can just wait here, mm-hmm. do what you gotta do, take it easy, you know, find some splints for your legs or something. Uh, yeah, they, they, the, uh, the shaman actually actually uh, heals them up. Um, uh, he, he comes to and it was like, he's like, what? Oh my god, like, he's just like, what happened? Like, where am I? So, well, you're not dead, that's a good sign. He's like, he's like, he summoned some kind of spirit. Like, they're, they're really, like, sketchy about this place. They, like, don't want to be here. Um, they tell you that, uh, uh, that they'll be making camp outside the village. That's fine. Um, and they, they are definitely not going inside that, that thing, that, 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 that giant crocodile statue. Is that where they're sending me? No, no. But they say that right away. They're like, it's, the village, like, surrounds this thing. They're like, we're not, we're not going in there. Ever. Never. Never. Okay, Captain Hook. So, so yeah, so uh, they, 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 you know, a couple, they keep you here for a couple days, like the, the feast goes on for this day and then like the next day, and then on like, uh, like the, the, thir- the, the third day, you're at t- technically here, they kind of get up and they say, today we will, you know, travel out to, um, you know, the caves of darkness. <coughs> okay. So, Sounds good to me. So, what am I? What am I allowed to take with me? Uh, you take whatever you want. Okay. So, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you take. Like, it's it's not like some kind of like you can only get a stick to prove yourself. Like, you know, you know, at least not yet. So, um, so yeah, so you go, uh, like to the cavern and the cave, and I'll just draw the caves over here. Uh, uh, so, so again, this will be. Uh, this will be like north, south, east, west. And oh yeah. It, and it kind of the caves op- go in, um, and then it opens up into like this big cave room, uh, and then so you you get in there and uh, the natural hewn cave appears empty save for a scattering of cracked bones that lie upon the ground and a ten foot wide shaft in the ground that drops away into utter darkness and that's like kind of right here. Okay. Like by I, the way, I'm, I'm gonna also say this out there is. During one of the days I had the feast, I'm going to swap out. I'm going to swap it out and then swap it back the next day. Uh-huh. I'm going to swap out spell, a bunch of my level zero spells for mending to to repair all my clothes. Okay, yeah, because they look pretty, pretty, pretty tore up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then mending. Mm-hmm. They're all good. Yeah, they're all nice. Yeah, everything's good again. I love being a wizard. Okay, you got it. I love being a wizard. Hmm. I can just repair all my stuff. Okay. So yeah, you look down. You you look down the shaft, and it was utter blackness. And I look down there, and I'm like, "Cave of Darkness." I'm assuming. Yes. Well, they, they don't even come in the cave. They they send you in alone. Like they're like, "This is where it is. You must go in." Did they say what I'm supposed to be doing or looking for? Um, they say there are creatures of darkness that live in here that have taken up uh, residence, and you must and you must defeat them and and pr- and prove that you have killed them by bringing back the carcasses to be uh, properly. Uh, disposed of. Okay. Uh, give me a uh, spot check. <clears throat> see. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So, uh, can you, can you be caught flat-footed? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. 
You got you got un, uh, not can you dodge? What is it? Uh, I don't think you can. You're you got monk stuff going on. I'm gonna double check. You got monk stuff. Monk stuff. Monk it's stuff. It's been a while since I've played three five. Oh my goodness! Come on, Ben. You used to have this book memorized. I used to. That was ages ago, man. Okay. Monk stuff. You're fourth level monk. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's uncanny dodge. Is the one that gives you uh, not being able to be caught flat-footed. No rogues get it. They, I, I think monks get it as yeah, well. Yeah, monks but... get it too, but I don't know what level they get it at. Okay, yeah, I do get it. I just missed it. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I have a cane dodge. So, so as you kind of walk up to the shaft, immediately, boom, like it's dark, dark. Like you can't see anything. Um, uh, what's your AC? Uh, 20 right now. Right now? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's something, like, some, you feel something, like, hit you, you take seven points of damage. Ouch. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you're gonna have to give me a pulse grapple check. Okay. Ooh, nat 20. 26. Of course. Okay. No, I don't roll that. Okay, uh, Yeah. So it basically, so basically you feel like something has wrapped around your body and it has pulled you like, like you feel yourself like whoo, moved and you feel yourself like, like falling down, like tumbling um, mm-hmm. down the shaft. And now we're going to roll initiative checks. 20. Jeez. So ends Connor O'Malley. Basically, this is probably going to kill me right here. Six points of damage. Six points? Mm-hmm. And I'm still being pulled down? No, no. It's like you tumble down the shaft. Like, you feel yourself, oh, and, like, you fell down. You, you didn't take any damage, but you kind of tumbled down the shaft a little bit. And at the bottom, you feel this thing, like, squeezing you. Uh, not your turn. Okay. I basically have to try and break the grapple. Uh, you can also punch it. Hit it. But I'm grappled, aren't I? Uh, technically, but you, st- you still use a light weapon, which is your fist, during a grapple, if you have, if you can do it. Like, mind you, monks can, like, you can be grappled. Wait a second. I saw, I have my hands free? Well, like, no, it's, like, kind of wrapped around one of your hands and your face. you got, like, one hand free and your legs free. So it's a big Can thing. I cast a spell? Which spell? Shocking Grasp. Uh, what is Shocking Grasp? What's the, what's the components of it? That will be the kicker. That will be the kicker. That will be... Because, you, yeah, you could fry this thing if, like, you want to uh, cast Shocking Grasp. There it is. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't list any... Com- oh, wait, Verbal. Just verbal? Just verbal. Oh yeah, you can you can be like be like you can do it. Yeah, shock and grasp. Touch attack. Okay. I mean, you touch. You do it. Okay. Just, you got. You got. It's holding on to you. Okie dokie. Pikachu. Uh, pretty much Pikachu. Oh come on. Nine points of damage. Okay. Damn. Not as much as I would have liked. All right. Uh, oh my goodness! It does not like that. It uh, it breaks the grapple from you, mm-hmm. uh, and you see it like fall off you, and you see it like like on the ground. Um, it's gonna try and t- attempt to attack you again, and it misses this time. It like it kind of opens up like this, and like tries to get on top of you. Can you I tell what this way. thing is? Uh, do you got dungeoneering? Dungeoneering? No, I do. Uh, arcane. I do have arcane. Yeah, I mean, I'll have arcane. I could do it. Yeah. Um. 27. Ooh, Dark Mantle. Okay, so not undead. Okay, that makes no. this easy. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so it is. It, mind you, it's like cooking and burning. On all right, your turn. What do you do? What are you doing? Inveneration. <laughs> Inveneration. Enervation, and that is a twenty-six. Oh, that hits. Roll d four. Three levels. You go like you go like this. You go whop, and like this black energy bolt shoots out and hits it, and like literally, like it spasms, and like it just it like just like shrivels up and like falls to the ground, like instantly dead. Like, it's still kind of cooking in places, but now it looks like more like beef jerky. I quite like this amulet. So, yeah, so it kind of, uh, uh... Can I see down here? Like, there is a little bit of fungus right here that's providing a little bit of light where you were, but very... Like, it seems to be it seems to be glowing a little bit, but, like... Not, but not much. Like, it's almost like candlelight, but it seems like wherever this place is, like, it seems like the darkness is, like, pushing on the light because you can barely see. Like, um... Potion of dark vision. Okay. And that's gonna last for three hours. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, you can see 60 feet now. Um, yeah. Looking around, 60 feet, everything's dark. So, so, yeah, so you're in, you've begun in the cave of darkness, and I think this is where we'll, uh... After you defeat us, we'll end this session. And next session, we'll go, like, deeper, deeper into the cave. All right, I'm going to write in here somewhere. Yeah, write yeah, down I'm right. Dark Vision. Dark Vision. Don't you remember? Three hours. Okay. That way I'll remember next time. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. We'll see you next time, folks. And hopefully uh, I'll get to kill Ben this next session. I mean, it's been God a pretty rough it. session. I thought this was going to be a cable. It's been a pretty rough module so far. You thought it was going to be a cave wall. Did you not read read ahead? I don't know. No, it'll be all right. No problems. All right, we'll see you next time, folks. <laughs>